the, the, the podcast. And we're live. Welcome to the, 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 the podcast. My name is Felix. How are you doing, John? I'm fantastic, Felix. How are you? I'm good. Now, we have a special guest today. We have Killian Blako, who's doing a segment called Blako's Bygones. Blako, take it away. So, what we're going to be discussing today is... I guess since New Year's Day has gone past or is approaching, depending on when this is released, we nice. are going to, yeah, well, we are going to be discussing um, kind of the evolution, I suppose, of New Year's, mainly today in the Western world, because try to fit it all into one episode and just the Indian subcontinent known would be an episode, would be a full segment. So we'll start today just with the evolution of the Western world. And so... That's good Lego. Yeah, well, so I thought it should be an interesting thing not many people know about. Because if you think, like, most people just think, you know, January 1st, New Year's. But doing some research into this, um, depending on what part of the world you're in, it could be any day. I mean, Chinese New Year is usually between around the 15th of January to the 20th of February. And they call it the Spring Festival. And it's actually their biggest holiday, which is, you know, very markedly different to our one. And I, I just thought it was interesting, especially because up until... Up until about the last 500 years, even in Europe, New Year's Day wasn't on the 1st of January. So I just thought... When was it? It really depends on the country. So say, for example, actually, in, say, the United Kingdom and America and its colonies, they had their New Year's up until 1752 was actually on the 25th of March. And it was called... It was on the, the Christian holiday, the Feast of the Annunciation. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, when the Archangel Gabriel came to the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. So, so that's when... tied with religion. Yeah. Fun... Okay. Yes and no. It Religion plays a massive part in it. Mm-hmm. But it kind of... It goes in and out. So the, the, so from where we actually get New Year's... So the calendar in which we use now is called the Gregorian calendar. And mm-hmm. that came from actually Pope Gregory. Okay. Um, and how, how far back are we talking here with this Gregorian calendar? Is it um, like in our memory or is this way before? Oh, oh, way before. So Pope Gregory, I think it was the 13th. He was the, he, in 1582, he wrote his papal bull. You know, it's, his, it's a letter basically saying, um, Catholics, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. And it was called Inter Gravis Mass, which is Latin mm-hmm. for amongst the most serious. And yeah. he's just, it, his was, you see, his is just a small modification. So he just reduced the length of a day from 365 0.25 days to 365.2425. I mean, to us, you know, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, but it actually does make a difference. Cause but you, that had I, huge consequences, right? Like that's well, I, I'm going to get to that in a second because the ca- it, it was actually a very minor modification from the calendar called the Julian calendar. And that was what most of Europe used for a long time. But the reason the Gregorian calendar was changed was because it, we missed a few days. So that minor modification, like, so say, for example, you know, the October revolution in Russia, mm-hmm. the communist uptake, that was actually in November. <laughs> they were just using the old calendar. Okay. So it does, so it does have a difference, but you know, mm-hmm. but the calendar for that was called the Julian calendar and it mm-hmm. was put forward by Julius Caesar. And we, we adopted it to mean say, you know, common era or before common era, mm-hmm. but, or if you're a Christian, it's BC and AD. But actually, it, um, what it was based on was AUC, which actually is Latin for Abirba Condita, 
which means from the founding of the city. So mm -hmm. the Roman calendar was based then from the foundation of Rome all the way, for, like, so for example, it actually took effect in 45 BC. Mm -hmm. But the first day in that calendar was the 1st of January, AUC, 709. Okay. So, so what, what does what you're telling us now, how, does, how do we see the repercussions of these changes in our world today? So when we, we, some of us have a calendar hanging in our house. When did that calendar become the commonly used? And is that calendar the commonly used calendar around the world? Or are there different calendars? Okay, good question, actually. As for cal different calendars, there are a lot of different calendars. So, Gregorian calendar would be the most common calendar in the world now. Like even and is that Japanese, the one we have here? That's the one we have now. And even the okay. Japanese have, have moved their traditional New Year onto the Gregorian New Year. But there, yeah, no, there definitely are. So, um, there are different, like, for example, I believe Islam use a calendar called the Harishi calendar. Chinese use the traditional Chinese calendar. I, North Korea, I know, obviously, an enclosed state uses a solar calendar. <laughs> South Korea also uses a version of a solar calendar, but I believe they also do use Gregorian. So the Gregorian is, I guess, mm -hmm. I suppose, like, you know, like time zones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Europe said it. So we have an international standard, but there are okay. definitely local differences. Like even Ethiopia, mm -hmm. for example, there's two different New Year celebrations. And you could, in Ethiopia, you could be anywhere from the year 1900 to year 2100. Wow. <laughs> yeah, That's I know, crazy. I know. I remember hearing when I was younger as well. It's like, wow, they're in the future, oh. not even comprehending the fact <laughs> they just used a different calendar. But you know, like it was all over the, New Year's was genuinely all over the place. And, well, just going back, say, so the first people to, we know, to have celebrated New Year's was Mesopotamia. It's in modern, it was a country in modern day Iraq in about 4000 BCE. The name of the major city, which a lot of people refer to it as, as Babylon, is in the Bible. Oh, okay. They're, they're usually the bad guys. But, um, <laughs> but they were a very, very advanced civilization. Like, you know the way we use 60 a lot in maths, like 360 degrees, 60 yeah. seconds in a minute? Okay. They were the ones who put that forward because, you know, if you think about it, like 10 is good, because, but it only goes into 1, 2, 5, and 10. Yeah. But 60, 60 as a base goes into 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, wow. 12, 15, okay. That's incredible. 60. Oh, wow. So, okay. This, this is, is mind blowing. Yeah. Okay. No, honestly, like they're, they're very advanced civilization. One of the first, if not the first, I can't be quite sure if they were the first examples, or no, that was Phoenicia, I think, of writing. But they were very advanced, especially. We still use the legacy of the mathematics today. Wow. Really, really impactful. Also, actually, completely off note, but do you know who has contributed the most to mathematics in the world? No. What really? country? France. Oh, this is very interesting, Blako, because me and John have just done a podcast about a French mathematician. Really? Yeah. So yeah. you'll have to stay tuned for that, Blako. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> but, but explain to me, if you, if you know, why, why is France the most significant in terms of mathematics? Well, actually, I, to be honest, I'm not... I'm not great in the field of mathematics. I just know a brief outline of history. Yeah. I can't tell you why exactly they are. I just know that in from say the Renaissance period onwards, I believe, medieval to medieval period onwards, just a lot of the mathematical centers of the world were in the Kingdom of France, okay. which then became the French Republic. I'm I'm assuming a lot of it would probably have to do with after the um it became a republic. Okay, fair. 
after the Second Revolution. So after the Napoleonic Wars, the, the, after the end of the First French Empire and the First French Republic, it was probably just safer for thinkers to be there because there was less persecution. Okay, mm-hmm. fair. So yeah. I'm assuming more came from there. Okay. That's yeah, but, sorry. But, you know, but it was um, Babylon who were the first ones we know of who really celebrated New Year's in a set time. Mm-hmm. And they did it on what's called an equinox. And an equinox is basically just when um, the center of the sun lines up with the equator. Okay. So, like, and of the very advanced astronomers, the Greeks and the Babylonians. Um, and so, but this, this happens about twice a year. It's usually around the 23rd of September and 20th of March. So the first mm-hmm. few years we know was celebrated around the 20 March. And actually, funnily enough, it was the Romans who first had New Year's in this calendar, the Julian calendar. Mm-hmm. But the first New Year's is actually 1st of March in the first calendar the Romans used, um, not the 1st of January. And only okay. 10 months to begin with. So it was um, March to December. But, that, but March wasn't its name. Because do you know what December means? No. It means 10. It comes from Decem. Novem nine, mm. octo eight, septum seven. So oh. when we so when we call December the twelfth month, we're literally saying December tenth month, twelfth month. <laughs> oh, because, Michael, that's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so what it so it went from ten nine. They used to be called one to ten, and then a Roman king. There were seven kings in Rome. Uh, the second king, King Numa, he established the first the two months of Januarius and Februarius. Mm-hmm. And then they became the first two months of the year. I don't know why he didn't make them the last two and then just put March 1st beyond me. Mm-hmm. But the reason Ianius was called Ianius, we call it January, is because um, the Roman god of beginnings and Torreway's pathways was called Janus. So they named the first month after him. And then that's where we get our first January from. That's where we get the... Okay. That's All the, the way back example. then. Yeah, oh yeah. So the Roman kingdoms was about at least 500 BCE, probably further back. Um, That's that's who's credited now. So that's before Common Era, yes? Yes, yeah, BC before Common Era. Same timeline as BC. Mm -hmm. They use the same year as the turning point of the Common Era. You know, that's something that's crazy to think, isn't it, John? That like something we're looking at that can be hanging on our wall is based on principles that literally were thought up like thousands of years ago yeah you know it's, it's actually crazy you're, you're blowing my mind today <laughs> like like <laughs> you know, but it's also, also if you think about it, it's something i just because it's something we really take advantage we just look at the wall and say yeah this is whatever day yeah and there are a, lot, a lot of thought went into developing this like you have to imagine these are just people who had if we're talking about say 400 BC, which is when all of the breakthroughs in Greece happened um, from astronomy, mathematics and the likes. They had very little in regards to our technology. And yet they created from using shadows, clocks, they mapped the stars. They found out the orbit of the earth around the sun. And I know actually one thing that is really propagated a lot is, you know, everyone said, oh, up until the 1400s, everyone believed the world was the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. There were actually Greek astronomers who were, who were telling people that the sun was the center of our um, system. And they were creating models for the Earth revolving around the sun. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And you have to think, but like, these people just had telescopes. And, yeah. a few, like, and a few, like, they didn't even have our calculators. So if you can imagine, like, say, if you're, I don't know, a sixth year in Irish school or just about to do your A-levels or you're, like, a senior year in high school, 
all of those like little mathematical equipment you have, like a compass protractor, that's all they had. And they mapped the movement of our world relative to the sun and made a calendar around it. That's insane. Yeah, that is, that's crazy. Like, now, Blako, yeah. I have a question for you. It's a bit off topic, yeah. but it has to do with New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Okay. Now, it's, it's very obscure, and it, it's just me asking a completely a childish question, okay? Yeah, go for it. Fireworks. Okay. Fireworks. <laughs> Where do they come from? Like, why do we decide to blow up colorful things in the sky when our year ends? Okay. I honestly was hoping to get into that in the next episode because fireworks mm. and gunpowder and the fireworks tradition actually comes from china and chinese new year okay so, so we've adopted that into our society yeah yeah we so gunpowder was invented in china and while they did use it for a form of warfare they they actually used it very predominantly for celebrations and rituals which is mind-blowing to think because the first thing yeah. we saw First thing we saw when something exploded was we're going to put this in a little barrel and make it shoot a little <laughs> metal ball at other people so we can take their land. But the Chinese, like, mm. don't get the Chinese used it for warfare, but they also used it for uh, they also used it uh, very dominantly for um, for celebrations. And it's and it's very interesting because I know a lot of people definitely see uh, Europe as the like historically it's the most advanced region in the world. And that's why, you know, Europe is so dominant in world history. Yeah. But if you were to compare ancient Rome and China and ancient China at the same time, they would have been very, very... And, like, remember, Rome was Rome is what brought the advancement of Europe miles ahead. And when Rome collapsed, it took about a thousand years for Europe to start advancing to the same rate again. It still advanced very slowly. Yeah. And, you know, the Renaissance, um, French word for rebirth, was actually people rediscovering roman and greek works after the fall of um constantinople okay. so we're saying a civilization that was that advanced and that that found an effect in europe a nation that rivaled it and surpassed it in some places existed in asia and a lot of people do really seem to forget how advanced china was yeah we took a lot from them and in, in in absolute fairness to them yeah no that's something that's really interesting blake because we do like you said try to uh, tend to think of ourselves as kind of in Europe as the center of the world, right? And that we we brought like advancements all over the world. But really, from what you're telling me, it sounds like we took most of the advancements and brought them to our corner of the world, you know? Adam, I, I wouldn't say most of the advancements though. Europe mm, but was some. still... Oh no, yes, definitely, we took some. And I mean, well, uh, yeah, we definitely took some. And I mean, to be fair, it's China, China at that period as well. I. Other point that you'll probably hear a lot on these episodes is a lot of these countries that so we refer them to modern day as say China or India or say even like say Nigeria, they are in no way, shape or form, one uniform nation, especially in history, but mm -hmm. rather multiple nations who are constantly at odds with each other. Yeah. Like China's mm -hmm. history, again, with China, it's military history. It's very, very compatible with um, with European military history. And <laughs> Yet they use uh, gunpowder for explosions in the sky, right? Uh, so, well, look, so, they did both. They did. They did both. Okay, but yeah, they, did, they definitely didn't. They definitely. Um, that's uh, to be fair. That's definitely a discussion for another day. Trying to get into Chinese culture mm -hmm. because it, 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 it like it once you understand Chinese culture better. 
you'll mm -hmm. definitely see their thinking development. Yeah. So, okay. Blako, just, just for a little recap situation going on. Uh, we have, so basically what you're telling us is you're leaving us with a few things that have absolutely blown my mind. Okay, like the first being that we call December, which literally means 10, the 12th month, you know, is there anything in the next 10, the 10th of... month? Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, wait, <laughs> 10 to 12 months. Felix is right there. Yeah, I'm right, John. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to be, right. smart, but just keep this going. We'll have, we'll it was mind blowing. Go. Lako, this is time for the next episode. You can catch John up, okay? It's all good. Yeah, so, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, Lako, just to, in a quick summary, okay? Is there anything, if anyone wants to learn more about this in the future, okay? Just before we end off, what source could they use? If you were okay. to name one, just okay. hit us with a name. If I had to name one, first, for most things, very good idea. If you go, if you Wikipedia, and they go into the references page at the bottom. They'll give you a bunch mm -hmm. of great references. Like, mm -hmm. what? Okay, if I had to give one just overview of, uh, I guess, New Year's, maybe more how people celebrate it rather than historically, Kamal Mehra, Festivals mm -hmm. of the World, okay. is a phenomenal book. Phenomenal book. That sounds um, great, Blako. Yeah. That's, that's great. Well, so, we're going to have to continue our talks on, on, on the Chinese aspect of this conversation in, in our next installment which we will have soon but mm -hmm. um i think i think that'll have to be it for today what do you think felix yeah i think that's i think that's us thanks right. million for coming on blaco ah sure it's a pleasure i love talking mm. <laughs> this, is, this <laughs> has been this has been blaco's bygones uh, mm -hmm. on the, 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 the podcast and you know what we'll leave it there thanks very much blaco sound out see you later